What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. The place where we invite real people to talk about their journey on social media. We'll dig deep into the mindset it takes to be yourself, create massive value, and do it over and over again. This could be the episode that changes your business and life for the better. So let's go. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. And I am pumped because my guest today, you know, it's it's funny the way we can all have different fears and hesitancies. This girl crushes it on social media, yet I had to kind of talk her off a cliff to do this podcast episode with me. And so I am so excited. Gabby Dorsey, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I, I'm so excited to have you. And I, I'm I'm always fascinated by people that are multifaceted. And so you do real estate full time. Mm-hmm. You yeah. you are a part of the the Dorsey DFW group and and y'all are powered by EXP. And, and so you're doing real estate, but you also have a brand called 10 Minutes Late, which I freaking love the name. Like Sometimes I'm stupid. So it took me, <laughs> I had to say it out loud to go, oh, 10 minutes late because you're fashionable. Yeah. And I so feel like me. everyone has trouble figuring out what you're going to wear. Yeah. And for women, I feel like we're almost always late. At least for me, I know that for a fact, I'm almost always late everywhere. As much as I tried to be yeah. like on time. I really try with my clients to like not be late or at least give them a heads up, but it just kind of stuck with something that resonates with me since I'm always late, at least like. 10 yeah. Well, and, and I think that you're probably in the norm for, for feeling that way. Uh, especially, you know, when you look good, I think being late is more acceptable. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're really late and look like trash, people will be like, what the heck? You <laughs> like, obviously what were you didn't doing? spend time getting ready. So yeah. <laughs> why were you late? <laughs> So out of anything you could have started, like where did the whole 10 minutes late concept come from? Like why clothing? There's, there's a million places for, for, for you guys to buy clothes and all that. So what, what made it different for you? Why'd you choose to start it? For me, I decided to start 10 minutes late. I was going through a lot in my life that year. Okay. Um, it was in 2017. I had lost my grandmother and I was dealing with a bunch of other stuff. And so yeah. I was like, I wanted something that I could say was mine. Okay. And so I figured my sister actually helped me come up with the name. We do okay. almost everything together. Yeah. Um, but I had that as mine. I'm sole owner. I fill the orders. I pick the clothes. I, my own model, I've tried having other models, but it's just not the same. Yeah. So I wanted something that was mine, that I was in charge of that you know, no one could take from me. And so did, I mean, you don't have a storefront, right? For 10 minutes late. So it is strictly an online brand. So talk me through, you start this in 2017. 
Talk us through, because I love this. I already told you this pre-show before we recorded, but I love when we can talk about things that aren't directly real estate related because it all still works. Yeah. But when you hear it through the lens of something else, I feel like we just hear it in a unique and, and different perspective. And so you start this in 2017 and it's online. So you've got to leverage social media so what did that look like starting out? Like, how did you, how did you learn social media? Where, you know, like what, what to walk us through that journey? It was a struggle. I think my biggest thing even today is being consistent. People yeah. love seeing the presence of the pictures and the products. And so trying to just be as consistent as I can be. Um, definitely first starting out, I didn't have the money to take the photos. So yeah. we were taking the photos on my cell phone, which sometimes we still do, depending on if an sure. item is play after a photo shoot. So the quality of the photos was not as good as they are now. Yeah. Um, so that was the biggest thing I did more like videos. We would be on the balcony just doing videos and posting them on <laughs> Instagram, trying to show them off to people. Um, I made my website myself. And so Love it. that was even, I mean, I'm an advertising major, so it wasn't, I'm more so hands-on. So I don't mind it, yeah. but nowadays I'm too busy to be the one creating the website, doing all that. So it still takes a lot of making sure I'm sitting still scheduling and kind of thinking things through of how I'm going to lay out the Instagram and, you know, engage with people. So so talk to me because you are, you are the model for your brand. Mm -hmm. And so do you notice, because I feel like in, in 2021, we really crave that authenticity, you know, yeah. from, from the people we follow on social, we don't want the airbrushed, you know, model that, you know, when I buy whatever it is and it gets to my house, I'm like, that is not what it looked like yeah. on the <laughs> website. Right, so do, do you try to be more authentic? In, in the way you take pictures for the brand yeah. more so than like always trying to create like professional shoots? Yeah. So, I mean, my professional photographer, she's one that's more natural. She doesn't airbrush her photo. She won't okay. over edit, which is what I really like. It's very natural, very authentic. So that's a big thing. I, she's the only photographer that I use because of that reason. Okay. I, if I take photos on my phone, I'm not going to edit them. I want you to see what it really looks like. Even on my personal page, if I post, I prefer to have a photo with no edits because I want you, I want to be real. Yeah. I don't want to be over here trying to make myself look, I have the smallest waist or, you know, the stick figure, anything like that. I want to be as natural and honest as possible. And so for people listening that, they know that that's true. They, they need to do this better. How, like, what does the process look like to getting okay with being yourself? Right? Like how, how did you overcome the insecurities that come with just putting yourself mm. out there and you could get love for it. You could get criticized for it. Yeah. Like how, like with, with other members of the real estate team, like how do you coach them through the insecurities that come with that? I think you just have to be okay with being yourself. 
And I think it's a process for everyone to go through. I mean, I still have insecurities here and there like, oh my gosh, I don't like this photo or, but in all honesty, you just have to be okay with being yourself and no one's perfect. So as long as you can accept you the way you are, I mean, everyone's going to be able to relate to that of you being a human, you having flaws, you not, you know, looking a certain way, people can respect that. And I think they really enjoy when you're completely honest in that way. So what do you say if, if like one of the girls on the team or just, you know, I know in, in, in the real estate space, especially with y'all's big group, you know, with, with like the money badgers, Mm -hmm. every, like y'all are a family. And so somebody on the team, you know, they reach out and they go, Gabby, I, you know, it's, it's easy for you. You're pretty. I I mean, I'm sure you hear that. I hear that all the time. People are like, you're so good looking, Kyle. How do you get, so I get it. You and I, we're just always having to deal with that. What do you, what do you say? I'm I'm always like, I'm not like you're, you have to just believe in yourself and put yourself out there. Like you are gorgeous. You you're perfectly the way you are. (laughs) So like, just put yourself out there. People can respect that. And you'll get a lot more feedback by being yourself and not trying to, you know, create this persona of who you are, just be who you are. And they can either like you or not like you, but the true people that are for you will like you. Yeah. 100%. I I love it. And, and so talk about how, you know, on, on your personal Instagram, I'm assuming Instagram kind of seems to be your jam. Is that kind of where you spend most of your time? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, well, I have a few questions about that. The first one is just simple. Like, why did you choose Instagram over any other platform when you kind of really started? Um, I think just because it was so popular during the time and now I'm pretty good at navigating through it. And we also have a YouTube, but definitely not as active on YouTube as I should be. Sure. Um, Just because I'm not good at editing video. So I leave it all to my sister. So it's kind of double the work on her versus me being able to help with that. Hey, but y'all are making progress. And so that's at the end of the day, that's all that matters. We have three videos total. (laughs) You know what? How many people that will listen to this episode have zero videos? Yeah. And have a page, but nothing uploaded. So, you know, y'all are ahead of all those people, which is most people. Yeah. The three videos is great. So on your personal Instagram, you know, you do a great job of creating balance, you know, like y'all were on vacation a couple weeks ago, like you and a bunch of your, of your girlfriends. And, and so the entire time you're there, you're showcasing the trip. You're talking about what you're doing. You're showcasing what y'all are eating but but then you could bring it back to real estate and and so like is there a balance in that like do you do that on purpose i try to keep a balance i try, like i know i've definitely been flooding my page with vacation pictures even though i'm no longer on vacation um so i've tried to tone that down because i want to also you know keep it business wise but i also want to be a human like we all go on vacation i'm not just a robot that's working 24 seven. Yes. I work a lot, but I also have a life. I enjoy my life. I love to travel. So I feel like when people can relate to you and be like, Oh, that's gorgeous. I'd love to go there. It even just sparks up conversation of, you know, things you're doing, just living your life starts conversations just by being you. And don't you notice that you probably get way more engagement 
when it's mm-hmm. the things you're doing in your life as opposed yeah. to just check out this listing in Dallas? Yeah, it's a lot more entertaining than just a boring, like, I just sold this house and look at the inside. Which kitchen do you like better? One, two, or three? Yeah, that can get very boring. 100%. And, and so what, what allows you to do, because you do a lot of video. Mm-hmm. And you know you might do most of it in your you know I always see it in your stories yeah but you, but you are always doing video talk to the 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 person that's like ugh I don't have time to do stories it's so hard like you could do forty stories in a day <laughs> yeah. now you don't do that every day yeah right? but but you could have days where in forty is probably high it's probably more like twenty something yeah. How, how have you gotten to the place where, I mean, it feels like stories just come totally natural to you. Like you don't even think about it. Yeah. I kind of just try to show everything that I am doing. Of course, I don't like show every complete aspect of my life, but I try to keep people engaged. If I'm going to look at a house or my outfit of the day, just trying to have like normal conversations, what I ate for breakfast or if I'm trying to eat healthy and I actually ate some chocolate instead, like it's, I am honest, like I'm not perfect. We're all trying to make it through. I just showcase kind of everything, me and my son taking him to practice. Like I still have to go show this house after his practice, or I still have to do this. So I just try to, you know, be as real and just show everything. Cause I mean, I don't know. It's just, I think it's just become a part of my life is on Instagram and being on stories. So I have to try to teach, you know, what you do every day. And what I hear from realtors most of the time is, nobody cares what I want for breakfast. Nobody cares that I'm taking my son to practice. Nobody cares about, Mm -hmm. and to some degree, like I agree with them that we shouldn't care, but we do. Yeah. Because we live in the world of social media. And so like, how do you overcome? Cause I'm assuming you're, you're human. So I'm sure that there's times that you're taking a picture of your breakfast and you're like, is this really what I'm about to put on the stories right now? <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> like how do how do you overcome the mindset of I'm pretty boring? Like there's really nothing special about my life, but I'm gonna keep talking about it anyway. How do you do? How do you do that? It's just I think it's just over time become like a norm, and I feel like a lot of times people don't think people are interested, but I mean. How many people watch reality TV every day? That stuff is right. trash. No You'll doubt. watch someone literally go have a photo shoot. You'll watch someone sit down and eat dinner with their family on TV and do all this other stuff. Like just as entertaining as they are, you're also very entertaining. We're all boring, but we all have, you know, boring, interesting lives that people would enjoy to know more yeah. about. Like people talk to me about my son, like they know him or they've met him. They'll be like, Tony this. And I'm like, Oh, I've never even held a conversation with you or so it's just really surprising how much people feel engaged in your life and that they know you just by being yourself on your stories and showing as much as you can, or as much as you're comfortable with. And I think the more you start to do it, the more, the better, like a comfort level you'll have going more on your stories. And it just becomes a routine. So good. And that, and that's the key. You just said it. Allowing it to become routine mm-hmm. is is the most important part. And and so I want to ask you this. I don't even think I've asked anybody this on my show so far. So 
will be, you know what? This could be episode number 50. <laughs> it's right. It's going to be right around like 49 or 50. So 49 or 50 episodes in, I've never asked this question. Gabby, what, what's next for you and like your evolution of social media? Like, is there something that you're not great at that, that you plan to be better at in the future? I think expanding my social media. So not just sticking to Instagram. Okay. Um, doing better about actually doing the YouTube videos and promoting that and engaging more people on the YouTube um, because people do enjoy the story. So why not yeah. be more productive and actually record myself for YouTube, like daily vlogs? Like I can be on stories all day but I'll forget to like make sure I'm recording yeah. for YouTube and stuff like that. So I think that's something where I need to pay more attention to, yeah. and give, you know, more time to that. And have you heard that, that YouTube has YouTube shorts now? Mm -mm. So, so YouTube shorts, they're, they're minute long videos. So that really this is, this is YouTube's attempt to kind of play in the TikTok swimming pool. Okay. And you know, it's, it's in one, it's one of those things that it's so early. There's a lot of people that are saying it's really helping their, their viewership. It's helping their subscribers because YouTube's pushing it super hard. So your talent for stories could really benefit you in YouTube shorts. Yeah. Cause people, I think too, will try to watch a YouTube video and unless they're really that engaged in the video, they're not going to watch a whole 35 minute YouTube video. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And so talk to the agent. I'll, I want you to put your coaching hat on for a sec. So whether that's fun for you or not, this is my show and I'm making you do it right now. <laughs> and, and so I always like to talk specifically about video when, when we're doing these episodes, because this is where I watch most realtors struggle the most. And so y'all bring a brand new agent into your team. They're super uncomfortable with the idea of doing video. Mm -hmm. what do you say to them first? To put themselves out there and believe that they can actually do it. Unless they're actually trying, then they don't know. Like, I mean, if your video is not even good, it doesn't matter. It'll get better along the way, but it's not until you actually start putting yourself out there and trying. Actually, we have someone that's not very comfortable on stories. And she's always like, you're so comfortable just talking to your phone. And I'm like, it, I think it just takes time. And so I think the more she gets used to it and does it more often, the better she'll get. She, she's gotten good at showing the properties, but not as much as engaging sure. herself in her stories. It's more so just the properties. That's great advice. That is great advice. And so do you, Gabby, do you do Instagram live? No. I do not. Your your whole count. Y'all can't see this on the podcast. I've done it. I've done it like maybe three or four times, like being silly, like while we're out eating. And then yeah. they're like, oh my gosh, we only have like three viewers. No one's even watching. Or like, hey, such and such. Or like, I don't even know this person. Or like everyone's bored. And at that point, then we like lost everybody. And so I'm like, <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> so I've done so, it. Like but you haven't. But you've never tried to like you like teach through like IG Live, like giving tips. No, I've or... never like set aside a time and say like, "Hey, I'm going live at seven, or I'm going live at this time. Come and watch." So what like what keeps you from doing that? 
I am very much, as I said on my story today, an introvert. So I think yeah. having that live action of somebody's feedback or them seeing me right then and there versus yeah. on stories, I can delete it if I feel like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't have said that or sure. the video was really bad. So I think it's getting confident with that. And I think even doing this right now is helping a lot as much as yes. I seem nervous. I am very much nervous right now. Gabby, you know, what, what, what if I told you, right, that, and you know this already, but for the sake of the podcast, right, that, that IG Live is incredibly powerful. It's powerful because not only is it live, but then it can become an IGTV episode that, that's permanently on Instagram, right? It, do, you, do you plan to, to leverage that feature more than, than maybe you have up to now? Yeah, um, I mean, it's still something that I'm not very comfortable with just because yeah. I haven't done it. Um, but I was, me and my sister were actually just talking about doing IG lives and doing those type of stories on taking people along the process while we're both working with two different clients and just along through the contract, whether it's their inspection or appraisals and stuff like that. Like, what do you do when the appraisal comes back low? Like, yeah. Walking them through the process of us having to call the agent and say, hey, it came back 15000 below what it's listed at. Like, then what? Because I feel like a lot of times people don't understand that part of it. And I think it's very interesting when you do actually see like that backside of this is what is really yeah. happening. Besides people just think, I feel like people think realtors literally just sell the house and that's it. Like they don't what? really do totally. anything. They're just, and, we're just here taking photos, trying to look cute and sell a house. And that's all. And unfortunately, that's what a lot of realtors have allowed people to think because mm -hmm. that's what their social media looks like. Yeah. You know, I got a listing and then I closed it. Pay no. me a bunch of money. <laughs> like that's all their social media looks like. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. I think you guys giving the details, it feels boring, right? Like, really? We're going to walk people through a contract? But mm -hmm. the unknown is not boring to people. Yeah. And so I think it's brilliant on y'all's part to do that. So I look forward to seeing those. And then I'm going to take partial credit for them <laughs> when uh, when, when y'all start doing it because we talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, I'm like, we only did it because Kyle told me I needed to. That's right. <laughs> and I will, I will proudly tell everybody that you see that over there. I had something to do with that. No, so I want people to connect with you. Cause I, I love what you're doing. I love the way you do it. I love the, I know you said you're inconsistent and, mm -hmm. and I'm, and I love you for saying that because you hold yourself to a high standard, even though you're a million times more consistent than 90% of the realtors that I know. And <laughs> so you've got the real estate brand, you've got 10 minutes late. And so for people listening to the episode, where can they find you? My Instagram, like my personal Instagram is the Gabby Dorsey and it's Gabby with two B's, uh, G-A-B-B-Y-D-O-R-S-E-Y. Okay. And then 10 minutes late is 10 dot minutes dot late on Instagram. Um, and it's spelled out the T-E-N. Cause I know a lot of times people get confused. And there will be links in the show notes. So there will, no, there will be no confusion. <laughs> we got you. So that, that's where they find you. And uh, Gabby, this has been so great. Thank you. Thank you for overcoming your own fear 
Well, thank you for having me. It was, it was a huge thing for me to do and I'm glad I did it because I feel like a lot of times we'll like try to talk ourselves up to do something or like, Oh, never mind, I yeah. can do it. But I'm always saying like, you're not going to grow unless you get uncomfortable. And this was one of those situations where I'm like, okay, this is going to be pretty uncomfortable for me. But I think once I do it, I'll be okay. Like I love not it. the end of the world. <laughs> and maybe a podcast is in y'all's future. Possibly. Yeah. That might be the next thing. And, yeah. and then finally tell your sister to edit those videos faster. <laughs> so y'all can knock out some YouTube. <laughs> I will. I'm going to tell her. <laughs> All right, Gabby. It's been a pleasure. Guys, thanks for listening to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. We'll be back real soon with another really cool person with an even cooler story. See ya! Thanks for listening to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. If this episode made an impact, please consider subscribing, leaving a review, and talking about it on social media. Go make a difference, and we'll see you soon.